welcome back. Welcome back to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM640, Atlanta's new home to Fox News Radio. Alfie, a little Leonard Skinner. Turn it up just a little bit. Come All right. On. Come on. You make it tough to want to continue to do the radio show when you pick good music. Elvis last week, great song. Leonard Skinner. Yes, both both artists. A a great Northeastern band. Leonard Skinner. Southern rock. You know, you know, they consider that the You said yes. Yeah, I said well, Northeastern band. You said yes. Well, they are a great Southern band. But yes, Southern rock. They're not baby. a Midwestern yeah. band, not a Western Woo. band. They are Southern rock. That's southern right. rock. Hey, this segment is sponsored by John Birchfield and Brand Mortgage. And really? guess who happens to be our guest? I, I guess uh, our favorite lender on earth, John what? Birchfield of Brand Mortgage. John, welcome. Oh my gosh. Oh my, go- oh my gosh. What's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, John hey, Birchfield. John, we are happy to have you back. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties oh. last time we tried to do a show, and you weren't able to be a guest. Oh, I know that that uh, that hurt. But, we had uh, we had people write in from all over Metro Atlanta. They were cursing us. They they yeah. they were threatening not to listen to the show because we didn't include you in our show. Isn't that right, Alfie? Oh. The the switchboard blew up. The switchboard blew up. I love that. Hey, John, got some quick questions. By the way, if you if you if you're looking to refinance, if you're looking to understand whether or not you can qualify for a mortgage, uh, if you're looking to just talk about, you know, could I save money or what do I need to do in order to make the best decision? John Birchfield is your man. Uh, Best way to reach John six seven eight two two six seven eight eight seven. You can also visit jbirchfield.brandmortgage.com, J-B-U-R-C-H-F-I-E-L-D.brandmortgage.com. Hey, John, got some listener questions for you, and uh, somebody asked a couple of weeks ago, what credit score ranges are eligible for mortgages? And that is a great question. I would assume they're asking on the low end because... Certainly, if you have an 850 credit score, I think everybody knows that is eligible for any kind of mortgage that you would like. Um, but, yeah. So talk about the ranges and talk about why those credit scores are important, because there's probably people listening who do not understand exactly why a credit score is important. Yeah, credit scores are, are, are critical to, golly, I mean, they're, they're filtering into a, a big part of everyone's life. So everybody has to be very conscious of their credit score, how they can work with their credit score, what they can do to potentially improve their credit score, all of which, by the way, which we are happy to counsel uh, folks on free of charge, no commitment. But regarding well, mortgages well, hold, hold, in particular. Wait, 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 hold on just a minute. So, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, I assume you're talking about, you know, they check your credit when you get homeowner's insurance and they check your credit yep. when you get a cell phone. And so that's why it's important. Yep. And when you say counseling, meaning if somebody were to come to you and their credit score were to be low, you could help them with a plan for how to make it better over time? Absolutely. Well, okay. we want to tell them what factors make up a credit score. Right. Right. We want to educate folks to this is what's causing you to have a low credit score. Okay. This is the patterns. This is the lifestyle changes you could make that would improve the credit score. Okay. So that's that's just the, the education that we want folks to know so that so that they could just make better choices uh, for themselves. Because most of the time I find that it's not because of any kind of financial distress necessarily it's just a lack of knowledge of how they should be managing the debt that they do have so and i and i let's just give a specific example because you mentioned three or four months ago on the show that if i had a credit card uh and the credit card had a credit limit of let's say ten thousand dollars that i really didn't want to go over some percentage of that number and i don't remember what that percentage was what was it john 
Well, the bench, the, we often talk about 30% okay. because that's just a round even number to think about. So if you have a $1,000 high credit limit on a credit card, we want to keep it below $300 or 30%. Okay. But the truth is that Fair Isaac does, or the details, I should say, is yes. Fair Isaac doesn't have a particular benchmark. Okay. Um, it, 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 we know that statistically speaking, the best of the best credit scores keep their credit utilization actually below 6%. Whoa. So what we want to really talk to folks about is is why the credit utilization is an important factor. In yeah. fact, it represents 30% of someone's credit score. And the long story short is if you run your credit cards up to their limit, then it is going to affect your credit score on a negative level. Hey, let's circle back around because I interrupted yeah. you. We started talking about other things. What yeah. sort of is that minimum score required for somebody to get in the game in terms of refinancing or getting a new mortgage or whatever? Yeah, 580 okay. is kind of the the the, the bottom level uh, threshold we need to cross okay. to get us into the mortgage game. Okay, but it's going to get significantly better and significantly more mortgage options available to the borrower as we as we cross a couple of other big hurdles. 600 okay. being the next one, and then of course 620 things really open up for us. Really, so the only 40 points difference between sort of what it takes to get into the game and what it takes to be a big boy in the game, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, to really get all the best deals. That's true, and the logic there is is, is statistics. Uh, a mortgage loan is eight times more likely to default of the credit score between 580 and 620 than it is between 620 and 640. And it's interesting. So, a lot of people out there know their credit score all the time. I know, Alpha, we've talked, and it's been a year or so, that you get your credit score with one of your credit cards. So, like, you get it every month. Well, I, I, I can go to the app, and I just I can pull it up any time I oh, want. Oh, so you don't get it like on your – oh, you do get it anytime well, you yeah, want. Oh, yeah, just I like, go to the app, and it just I can you know just go to it. And, it and, and you're sensitive to yeah. it, right? You try to keep it up because well, I, I know you're going to be buying a house soon, well, and so always, you need to make yeah. sure – Yeah, It's kind of like for me like a scoreboard, you know, just for me of what my – Alfie, is. stop measuring your self-worth well, based I'm, on your credit <laughs> score. Come on. And don't measure it by the Georgia Tech wins either. You know what? You Alfie. Uh-oh. Alfie. Uh -oh. I'm just kidding. I love Georgia Tech. Yeah, I just turn off your mic, so you don't 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 mess with me. Sir. I only make fun of Georgia Tech when I'm with Alfie. I love everything Georgia. Okay. I'm a Bulldog fan. I'm a Georgia Tech fan. Right, anyway, right. hey, listen, uh, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. I am joined on the line by John Birchfield, although this agenda says John's Birchfield instead of John Birchfield. Looks like we got a little typo on there. Hey, um, John, if someone is self-employed, uh, they own mm -hmm. their own plumbing contracting business or they teach tennis lessons or something. What do they need to do in order to prove their income for the mortgage? And how does that compare to what a, a an employed borrower who might get a W-2 from their employer? Um, how they, how's it, how are those different? Yeah, well, it's definitely more uh, paperwork intensive for a self-employed borrower to, okay. to secure a mortgage because okay. um, we're going to dive into their tax returns. Typically, tax returns over the last two years both personal and your business returns if you are incorporated or have a, uh, uh, a partnership of some sort. And then, of course, we're going to have to drive in with some year-to-date profit and loss statements. We're okay. going to have to create some numbers to see how you're doing this tax year because – we haven't filed tax returns yet for 2019. And is so there, a little bit more paperwork. And is there is there a certain number of years um, where they start looking at a business a little bit differently? In other words, somebody been in business for 20 years. Do they look at the business differently than if you've been in the business for a year? Sure. Yeah, definitely. One of the big things, the reason we're looking at those business tax returns is, is just as much about the stability 
of the business than it is actual income figures. So the longer the business has been in, in existence yeah. and been functioning and been profitable, the the more leeway and flexibility we have with how the how much we can lend a self-employed borrower. So to summarize, self-employed borrowers, two years worth of tax returns. Is that correct? Uh, typically. But okay. what, I, what I would add as a footnote, that it is getting easier for okay. a self-employed borrower to secure a mortgage loan. Yep. There are lots of options available to do it with just the most recent taxable year instead of going back two years. Got it. One or two years and then one or two years worth of financial statements on the business. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. I'm Cleve Gaddis, host of the show. I'm joined on the line by John Birchfield of Brand Mortgage. John is our show's preferred lender. He can be reached by calling 678 226 Seven eight eight seven six seven eight two two six seven eight eight seven. Hey John, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple years ago, we had all kinds of issues with appraisal prices mm-hmm. coming in lower than the purchase price of the home. Uh, from a yeah. lender's perspective, are you finding that still a common issue, or is that starting to uh, to go away somewhat? It's a lot more rare than it was a couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and that's because we've seen the you know uh, sales comparable sales within a neighborhood kind of start to flatten out just a little bit yeah so that um you know the appraiser can justify the the sales price of the subject property of our deal by looking at what their neighbor's houses sold for a couple years ago when home prices were just shooting through the roof so fast um they couldn't keep up basically the appraisers couldn't keep up with what the real market uh, demand was for any particular home because well, uh, they're they're looking back in time three or four months ago. Well, three or four months ago, big difference. Prices were two or three percent off. From big what they were big difference. Time. Sorry to interrupt, John. We've got a hard break here. We've got to go and let the station pay their bills. Thank you so much for coming on. As always, will you come back on in a couple weeks? Hey, anytime you'll have me. Alfie and I are going to take a quick break, but don't worry, Atlanta. I promise you, we'll be right back. 